Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. And we are bringing you Aiden Bissett. But before that, we got some explaining to do. Because if you are watching us, first of all, this is like the first time you'll ever be able to watch us. Second of all, uh, we're in a new studio because we have officially signed with Big Night Media. So Music You're Missing, if you're new because of Big Night or because you're a homie fan of Aiden, uh, hello, let us do a little explaining. So Devin and I both work in the music industry. Um, I was an on-air radio personality for country radio. I don't like country music. I talked in a fake accent and I wore fake tan. I don't do that anymore. Devin, you were on tour. Yes, I was. What did you do on tour? You sing? Were you singing across the country? I was a background dancer. Just kidding. Just kidding. I worked for a promoter and I worked for one of the VIP things. One of the VIP companies. Yes, she got to tour the whole damn country working with some big artists who we won't name, but they were big. Uh, and she got to do that for a little bit. And then for real, once we, you know, we're like, oh shit, like COVID is going to be longer than the initial two weeks. How can we invest our time into something that keeps us back into music? So we're like, dude, all of our favorite artists aren't getting the media attention that we want them to. So let's be the media attention. And we have a coinciding Spotify playlist where we highlight all of the artists that are featured on the show called what Devin music you're missing. And what track is atop the music you're missing playlist right now? Communication by Aiden Bissett. Hey, perfect segue. So Aiden Bissett is a 18-year-old young young lad, uh, and he is navigating a very unique situation because homie just signed a <laughs> record deal with Capitol Records. And he just graduated high school. Yeah, or he's he's about to graduate he's high school in two days, school. actually, believe it or not. He was trying to decide between colleges and then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So we're pretty stoked to chat with him about that. Um, but in terms of his music, he has this really cool, um, bedroom pop vibe, kind of reminiscent of one of our friends, Versace, who he interviewed previously, uh, because Versace actually produced his latest track communication. Communication is his first major label release under Capitol, and I'm so excited to see what he's got in store. Some of his previous releases, More Than Friends, have amassed 2 million streams on Spotify alone. And how many TikTok, how many TikTok views or whatever you call it do they have? We don't even know how many TikTok views, but some of TikTok's biggest creators have used it as a sound, and it has 57,000 videos with Holy sound. Holy freaking so, shit. Just a few. I that think he's wild. doing okay right now. I think he's doing okay. He's probably, you know, flustered as all hell, but in the best <laughs> way possible. But the only way that we can find that out is directly from the source. So without further ado, let's get Aiden Bissett on the line. We are joined by Aiden Bissett. How's it going, Aiden? I'm good. Well, I'm going. I'm doing great. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. I'm doing really good. How about you guys? We're doing wonderful. We just had a, a really fun chat beforehand with both your manager and you. Um, conversation topics range from that awesome artwork piece that you have behind you to uh, yeah, JoJo, yeah. the singer. It was a wide range. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. But anyways, I know we just we kind of interrupted your studio time. So you were just working on new music. What? <laughs> Tell us about yeah, it. I, I, uh, I'm, there's this song that I started writing this week, um, and I think it's the coolest song I've ever written. Um, I, I was going through a little bit of like a dry, you know, area where I wasn't writing a ton because of school, because I was finishing up, you know, my senior year of high school. So I was really focused on academics and just finishing. And so I finally got in the past two weeks, um, was able to really write. And I started writing this one and it's about, you know, 
it's about getting dumped. Okay. But it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's not like a crazy, like, Oh, like boohoo. It's like a let's go. Like this is me. And that's just how it is. And it's a really fun song. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of freedom that comes with like the end of a relationship. Only can do better. That's, that's <laughs> all that matters. No, but you're, you're like allowed to wallow in it for a little bit, but yeah, there is that, that, that freedom. You no one talks about the bright side. But I think that that kind of like goes back to there's a lot of transition going on in your life right now. <laughs> you just said <laughs> wrapping up high school. You just signed Capitol Records, had your first release under them. How's it going? Like, how are you doing with all of this change? It's been it really has been life changing <laughs> in simple, simple terms. Um, but yeah, balancing school and, and music was was definitely a little bit difficult at the start. It took a while to get like a balance of things, um, especially um, towards the end, because that's when everything starts ramping up. You got yeah. the AP finals, you got um, graduation parties and actual graduation. My graduation is actually um, on Thursday. So it's, it's coming up quick. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, it's it was it was crazy getting that text. It was like, yo, man, like we really like your music. We love to chat. Um, it was literally that felt like a dream. I had to basically pinch myself for three weeks straight. Yeah. Telling myself, no, this is, this is real, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, hold up. I got to go to AP history real quick. <laughs> Let me get back to you after. <laughs> like check your phone between classes type of situation. And are you going to college? I know you're kind of deciding. We, like I said, we dug we a did, little, we did, we did, we did a did little deep dive. <laughs> and are you going to go to school? Or are you going to take time off? I know that there was a, you were trying to decide between a few places. Yeah, um, I did apply like before I really dove deep into music. Um, I was just, a, you know, an average student looking to go to college. So before I, I got signed, I was still applying to schools and I applied. Um, I applied to NYU, Belmont, USC and FSU. Um, and somehow we got into all four. Heck yeah, <laughs> dude. I don't know how that happened, but it but it did. Um which was a really cool thing. It made my parents happy, which is always nice. Um, but I kind of narrowed it down to either USC or Belmont. And um, I took trips to both and, and saw both areas. And I love both Nashville and LA so much. Um, but we, or I kind of came to a decision that I want to take one semester off and really focus on music, um, dive deep, get in a bunch of sessions with other artists and put all my energy into it. Because the problem I was running into with high school was, is I was splitting time, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I felt like I wasn't giving music my 100% or on the flip side, I, I didn't feel like I was giving school my 100%. Um, and I kind of wanted you know, do justice to either, either, or if I want to do school, I want to do school. If I want to do music, I want to do music. So I really want to get ahead of my music and, and really focus on it. So that's why I'm kind of planning on taking this semester off. And both schools did say, I, I, I still kind of have the option once, once spring semester comes around. So we're okay. We didn't have to make a decision. <laughs> that is so exciting. That's also like such a, a great, I mean, you have the opportunity there. Like you have a label supporting you. So of course it makes so much sense to invest your time wisely. And you know, worst comes to worst, you graduate uh, one semester later. It doesn't matter if you graduate like five years later. Right. It, it, it doesn't even matter if you go, <laughs> yeah. as long as you're just like doing whatever you want to do. And whether it's music or college, who, who cares? Yeah. It's up to you and it's your life. So Fuck yeah. That's all that matters. 
That's kind of a, a recurring topic on uh, on the show is we like congratulate people when they say they dropped out of college. <laughs> it's like, yes. It's yeah. like, okay, you're, like, you're doing the damn thing like enough where you can do that. Um, so yeah. now that you dropped out, but pushing it back, like that's when you know shit's, shit's real. And I feel like you had a crazy opportunity. So why not take it and run yeah, while you 100%. can, especially if college can wait. Right. And that's, and it's funny. That's what actually the administrators from both colleges, they were, were like, they were like, dude, You've got an opportunity here and it's a really important opportunity. You should really focus on it. So it was nice to see that they were really understanding of the circumstances that I was in. Um, it wasn't just like a, yeah, don't care. Come to school. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. That's so, so nice. Well, My college, sorry, go on. Well, I'm just saying that I feel like both are such like musical and like art mm-hmm. focused schools, especially Belmont and Nashville. That's where like so many songwriters go. go yeah. So just makes sense my college I mean, would have just been like i don't care write me a check dude <laughs> i don't mine, care yeah mine just like where where's your alumni donation <laughs> i don't know non-existent uh anyways aiden another recurring thing we do is we like to play would you rather um but this isn't just any version of would you rather it, it's not as scary as i just i'm gonna make it sound but basically we've done our research and we like to ask you know very specific would you rather questions <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> so nothing I, bad. You know nothing we, like, bad. We never really ask the artists if they're cool with this beforehand, so we're kind of just going to throw it on you. That's good. You're good. <laughs> Devin, take it away. Okay. We know you have ties to both Portland and Tampa, and you're a big sports guy. Would you hmm. rather be courtside at a Trailblazers game or at the 50 yard line at a Bucks game? Oh, uh, that's so hard. Okay. You know why that's hard? It wouldn't be difficult. If the Bucks were bad again, but they <laughs> yeah. just won a Super Bowl, and I've been a Bucks fan since because I, I, I originally lived in Tampa from ages zero to five, and then I moved to Portland for ten years and came back. Um, but uh, if the Bucks were without Tom Brady and like their normal usual selves, right? Uh, I would totally go Trailblazers because I love watching Damian Lillard and uh, CJ kind of tear it up on the basketball court. Um, but I think I'm going to choose, I think just because Tom Brady is just cooking right now, oh, I'm yeah. going to go with Bucks. We're uh, both <laughs> from Boston, so you're kind of rubbing some salt in the yeah. wound right now. But How much yeah. were the tickets? The tickets they're, are on sale for that game. What are they like? The minimum is 1000 Yeah, for they're, oh when they're gosh. at Gillette. Which right, under like honestly understandable, him and Gronk. Right. Like, I, I would 100% drop bills to see that. I guess the drama that is going to come from that <laughs> the, game. I just can't. The I can't fan do. aggression. But I do love the Oregon's, the Trailblazers venue, wherever, whatever they call it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm calling it a the Rose, venue. The yeah. Rose Center. Yeah. Yeah. I've it's had to- the Moda Center. They used to be called the Rose Center. The Moda Center now. Um, but they, I will say one thing about the Trailblazers is their fan like attendance is always amazing. It doesn't even matter if they're losing. Like they'll have like 80% go. And it's just great. That's awesome. Really? I feel like that, that's exciting to hear because I feel like other than that, like I don't hear much about sports from that that neck of the woods. No. no. I mean, I love Oregon and I love that venue. I've had to do way more shows there than I would like to admit. <laughs> uh, but good times. That sounds like you're like a freaking exotic dancer. No, or and, no, and no, no, no. I, they do. So they, this is very off topic. They make this place called the cloud 
at the Moda Center. And it is the weirdest looking venue I've ever seen. They cut off uh, a third of it. And they oh, have the right, stage right, right. So- they have the stage sideways. I have never seen a venue like this. That's or no, so they cool. cut off two thirds. I'll YouTube that later. It's the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And like yeah. doing a concert there, you like don't know which way you're supposed to go because it's not like the right way. But it's fun. Great times. And I love how they don't have um taxes. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. All right. <laughs> Moving I, on. Honestly. I this happens way too often. Which oh, this is here we go. So you write a lot of your music starting with guitar. I think we read that. That being said, if you couldn't use a guitar, would you rather start with a banjo or a steel drum? Oh my gosh! Totally um, different genres we're working whoa. with here. Whoa! What? That is so okay. I love island music, so I'm gonna go with the steel drum just because if I could just hop out of a genre, if I was, if I was another another dude in another life. Living in like the Bahamas, I would 100% make island music. So I'm going to go with the steel drum. That's good. I could honestly <laughs> I like see that worked there. into some of your tracks. Yeah. Yes. Remix. Island remix. Um, if you were gonna, if there was a remake of Dawson's Creek and you were a cast, would you rather play <laughs> Dawson or Pacey? Why do you know that? <laughs> what the heck? I don't even... Have I even mentioned that? Whoa. Okay. Yes, Dude, we're professionals, like, baby. No, not to be dramatic. I read like three different interviews and watch when you did. And each one, they said Dawson's Creek in it. So I was like, we have to ask a question. I'm not talking about, about that it. show way more than I think. Devin's a huge Dawson's Creek fan. I do. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Dawson's Creek. So I was like, we need to ask this question. Why not? Okay. Oh, I... I'm in season four right now, so I haven't finished it, but I, I literally watch, like, I religiously <laughs> watch the show every day. Um, and right now, I'm more of a Pacey fan just because Dawson lives this life that is just so teenager unrealistic. And he, like, everything has to be perfect. And he's he's got his own little world. And Pacey is kind of, like, real. He goes through real struggle. And he has a really, really decent attitude about it most of the time. And he's got a good sense of humor. Um so I'm going to go with Pacey on that one. Dawson is kind of being a jerk right now. <laughs> I think that's a better answer. Honestly, Dawson always like not my favorite character. I can't relate to any of that, but I, I like that. <laughs> you got to start watching it, I, I guess. I know, honestly. Well, I, I watched the OC the other day for my- like an episode. Similar okay, vibes. So everyone's telling me to, you watch, have to, me to you've watch. You've never watched yeah, it? you have to. You no, have cause, to. Cause I, right. So I started watching Dawson's my, my One of my team members, Bridie, um, who I love so much, she literally goes, Aiden, you have to watch Dawson's Creek. So I'm, I started watching it on Netflix and I haven't stopped. And I get on another in the meeting the next week and I start just talking like, oh my gosh, Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek. And my manager's like, you're watching Dawson's Creek, but you haven't watched the OC. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, dude, stop watching Dawson's Creek. Watch the OC. So now that's next. That's yeah. be after Dawson's Creek. It's a mood. Honestly, it's a uh, huge, it's a great summer show to watch. It'll like really change the way you want to like spend your summer. And like, especially <laughs> like with you right out of high school and stuff. Yeah. I love that show so much. I'm going to cry thinking about it. I was watching it the other day. I'm like, all of these actors are legit 35 in this. <laughs> like they're trying to play high schoolers. They literally look like my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but besides the point, on to the next one. Yeah, let's. This will be the last one. Touring is coming back. First of all, super fucking stoked for that. Uh, would you rather play at Radio City Music Hall or Red Rocks Amphitheater? Oh, this is easy. Red Rocks. Easy. Red Rocks. Hundred percent. Thank you. Such a cool 100%. venue. I love. I don't get me wrong. I love Radio City. Um, but Red Rocks is like 
unmatched. It, it, I mean, like, how can you like that? That's a whole like vibe. You're <laughs> out there and you're just like in the, just nature. Yeah. I don't know. It's just amazing. And your music's perfect for that venue. Yeah. As well. I feel like, yeah, it's 10 out of 10 idea. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but yes, I agree. I think you'd be perfect at Red Rocks. All right, wrap it up, Dev. Last question. Okay, would you rather add Here Is My Mind by the Pixies or Boys Don't Cry by The Cure to your set list? I If you had uh, to do. Those are like covers I did on TikTok. <laughs> way y'all, y'all went so far. Holy crap. I, uh, like, we're we kind of creepy, but like I'm also kind of here for it. No, I love it. Like... Like you guys, that I think was like the first two covers I did back in March of last year. That's funny. But my favorite song, like my favorite song probably of all time is Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. And I know Pixies fans are going to hate me for that because that's not a real Pixies Pixies song. Like they hate that song um, because it's not really them. But I still love the song. Um, And I have even I've texted my manager. I said when I go on tour or if if I'm privileged enough to go on tour, um, I would love to have a have where is my mind in my set just to like break out of everything and just be like where is my mind like, <laughs> just like such a cool vibe that is so that i think that would be a really good crowd pleaser but they wouldn't even like know you know i feel like that's like a really yeah. good surprise addition it's not like yeah. a classic like fan favorite but everyone can vibe to it for sure well it's just like that guitar like the that electric guitar riff that's going back and forth i feel like when you hear it you're like oh my gosh I know this song. Even if I don't know it, I know this song. Absolutely transcending. Um, more than friends, we definitely want to talk about because I think something that's so special about it is how much it resonates with people like super organically. It has 57,000 TikToks using the song and over 2 million streams on Spotify alone. But and there were big people using the TikToks. Like yeah. It wasn't like small creators. It was like Vani and... Sienna, I always butcher these people's names, I so I don't want to like mess it up. But like, there were big people that were using the names. Like, that's not a little thing to do. Yeah. So, like, how does that how, how does that even get how did that even get started for you? People starting to use more than friends. Yeah. Um. When I released the first three songs that I released weren't like under Capital or anything, so it was all my own marketing, and I would just sit on TikTok and make dumb videos or like funny videos to the songs trying to get them as like pushed out there as much as possible. But before I, I released more than friends, um, somebody like at TikTok reached out to me and were like, I like, I like, you know, I really like your music. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. And I was emailing back and forth with her and she, some, she presented the song when it was released to their, their team of like music people at TikTok. And they put it on one of their playlists, like their, their sound playlists. Um, uh, like I think it was the week of the release. And after that, I just saw like videos on videos. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this playlist is actually working. People are seeing the song. And then I got, <clears throat> it was a couple months later, it like, it like died down a little bit. And then out of nowhere, I get this text. I was, I was in the library. I'm during my like fourth period of, of school. And I got this text from my, one of my, <laughs> one of my really good friends. And she goes, Holy crap, dude, Sienna just used your sound. And I was like, Sienna, like, Sienna like hype house Sienna and she's like yeah and she like sends me the video and there it is her and Jack using the song and I'm like I'm I go to an all guys prep school so I'm like sitting there with the guys I'm like dude God Sienna just used my song and they're like what and it's like all these guys like flock around they're like are you serious 
It was a really cool moment. Um, but after that, it was just kind of like uphill from there. And and it started to generate more and more traction. Next thing I know, Avani used it and um, some of the Sway, Sway, I think it is, Sway House people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Keo, that's who I was told. <laughs> to um, and then um, a couple of the like other guys from New York, Polo Boy. And like, there's a bunch of cool names that I saw. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing. People are actually listening to the song. And it was translating on Spotify too. Like the numbers were going up. And I was like, whoa next thing you know it was like a million streams and i truly did not think that was even possible for me i i didn't know that that was in my 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 deck of cards um but when i crossed that market it was one of the coolest feelings for sure so when that was starting to happen what's your immediate thoughts like do you want to follow it up or do you want to like bask in it yeah i mean there's definitely i had i had wrote communication pretty close after more than friends it had been there for a while but during that time like right after i released more than friends was when capital uh reached out and was like hey let's talk and it was kind of a period of figuring out what that meant and signing um Mm -hmm. so i kind of took a chill for a sec to focus on that um because i didn't want to mess that up (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh i knew that if people liked the music and I kept marketing it in special ways and creating content for it. I could, it could at least hold me over till I put something new out and got more stuff ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of focused on that and they were all for that. They're like, Hey, take your time. Now we'll step in, we'll help with the marketing. And they did their job, you know, doing a great job with pushing it out to Spotify playlists and stuff. Um, and now you write. And so they gave me time to write and get all the next stuff ready to go. Um, so, yeah. When you're not anticipating millions of people listening to kind of vulnerable lyrics, like, were you a little, like, shy? Because does the girl who this track is about now know? And were you yeah, exposed? She, she knows. She knows. <laughs> um, that song was, like, it was a really real um, experience. Like, I was friends with this girl for, for a lot. Like, most high school relationships, it's like, hey, you're cute. You're also very cute let's hang out next week. You're dating, right? Like that's how it is. It's <laughs> yeah. so fast. And so I was like, used to that. I was like, this is junior year, I think. Um, and I was like hanging out with this girl and, um, we'd been hanging out for like three months. And I was at a point where I was like, all right, this is dope, but I really don't want to be just friends anymore. Like I want to be more. So I wrote a song about it and, um, it ended up turning into just, me exposing myself (laughs) (laughs) and uh that picture actually the 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 cover art of it the girl that's the who it's about i was going to i asked that was a question question i was like doing some you know during our digging and i was like oh i wonder if this is the girl well you know what's funny is like that day we took that photo was i I don't know i hope she did i'm she's not gonna kill me if i do this it was the first time we kissed (laughs) oh Um, it was like right before we took that photo was like right when we were like not more than friends. I mean, not, we're not, we're not, we were not just <laughs> the awkward, we more, like gray the area. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a weird, like, it was a really cool experience because of how all my friends there and they're kind of like, they can like sense it. They're like, all right, okay. <laughs> cool. This is finally going to happen. Sounds like yeah, you've got some like supportive is- <laughs> friends too. That's awesome. This is finally happening. Um, so it was a really real song. 
Um, and there was probably too much that was real with it, especially because she was like in the photo. But <laughs> it ended up being cool, and I laugh about it now. Um, and we're you know still really good friends. So hey, it's a good story. It came out with yeah. a great song. So I mean, and as your career continues to like transcend, you'll always have that like very real and vulnerable moment. I think that's awesome. Yeah. But of course, you followed up with Communication, which is your first release under Capital. That is, you know, no small feat, dude. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, that song was getting it ready. It, we definitely took our time because we wanted to make sure, you know, it was good. And um, we brought on Zach Faraci, um, also known as yes. our, our friend. We, we've interviewed him in the past. And like, he's one of the artists that we've maintained a fun online relationship with. I, I really love him a lot. He is one of, <laughs> he's also I, so talented. Yeah, I think he's one of my favorite artists we've interviewed. And he's just like an amazing human yeah. to begin with. So it just really works with his music. And I love that you were able to do this song with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach... Um, is one of the most genuine people I have ever met. And like you said, he is when people like he, he kind of flies low key, um, which is kind of weird because I mean, he doesn't, I mean, his music is insane and it pops off, Mm -hmm. but like still like he still kind of flies low key. And so he works on a ton of other projects and produces for a lot of other artists um, and his production wise, like when I've talked to people about this, he's like an anomaly. Um, he's so incredibly well-versed with Ableton and that software. It makes no sense. I have never seen somebody so incredibly talented on a software that it's just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Um, and he's like, yeah, bro, you just like do it. And I'm like, okay. Um, but he did act as like a mentor for me and he still acts as a mentor for me. We developed a really solid friendship over the creation and co-production of that song, um, and he, he's like an older brother to me that I never had now. Um, and I still text him on a, a daily, if not weekly basis. Um, but he genuinely is one of the most talented guys. And he put his own, like the original demo of that song was still the same general song. Like it was all, we, we co-produced, so it was still the song, but the mm-hmm. flair and the, you know, spice that he added on his side really made that song really like, how special it is now that baseline that super crazy synth baseline that was originally like acoustic bass i mean he, he really like added his own flair and when i heard it for the first time i literally called him like dude yes so much <laughs> yes <laughs> that's um, something yeah. sorry i i think that's something that i uh really liked about you I, I read that you said you're not necessarily married to any of your tracks or ideas and you really appreciate other people's opinions and insight. And I think that's really awesome. It's a kind of a unique approach. I feel like a lot of people are really attached to their music and it doesn't mean you're not attached to it, uh, but it is so cool that you're able to take inspiration from him and you can, uh, you can like tell that he's worked on the track, but it's still, you know, yours, which I think creates the yeah. best possible work. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny, Zach and I, we talked about that. Um, Cause there are a lot of artists that are, that are really married, married to their music and their lyrics and, and all that stuff, which isn't a bad thing at all. If yeah. you believe in something, believe in it wholeheartedly and that's awesome. Um, but for me specifically, I, I don't know why, but I've just never been married to anything that I create. I feel like if I have something, I'm like, this is dope, but I want to see what this guy can do to it because it might be even cooler. You know what I mean? Um, especially if I like the stuff that they put out, I, think there's a great possibility that they have either good advice or could work on it and it just be this crazy cool you know product that we end up coming out with um and 
Zach, when he sent me the first um, kind of take of the song, he was definitely very conservative. Like he didn't stray away from like the path that much, um, which is totally cool. And I, but I, but I called him up. I'm like, Hey Zach, <laughs> I don't care what you do to this song. You can tear it to pieces, like do whatever you want. Because once you say that, like for me, at least if somebody told me that and I was producing the song, um, I would then get creatively invested. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I can do whatever I want. I don't have to live in a box of restraints. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that really happened when Zach, when I told Zach that he was like, okay. And he like did all this crazy stuff. And I don't think there was really one thing I removed that he added that when he was like giving no ties or anything, I was like, go you do you. And it turned out awesome. Um, so that's a big thing. I don't ever want to box a producer or songwriter or co-writer with or in, you know, that's an awesome mindset to have. I think just, just that very, though, the way he initially approached it, it just shows you how uncommon it is for mm-hmm. people to be so accepting and understanding of letting someone else on their on their track. But again, like it really does create the best possible work and, and thus communication was born. <laughs> uh, all right, well, you got the first release under Capital, under your belt. What's next? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, I can't say there is more music. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I've been working on like a ton of stuff, especially like the one that I'm working on. Right, I've been working on like a plethora of songs, and I'm very excited for all of them. I don't know what it is about this one that I've been working on the past week. It might be just because it's in its honeymoon phase and it's new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly do love the stuff that I've been making recently, and this one specifically is like one of those songs where you just scream at the top of your lungs with the windows down and it's so fun and I love it. It's like communication mixed with like worst girls of all time, like that distorted kind of feel. It's awesome. It's so cool. Do you have any type of like anticipation of dates or anything like going for Not like going on a date, <laughs> like dates of releases. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like originally back in this last summer, I was doing like the whole like song every four to six weeks. Yeah. I'm trying to get back on that pace. Um, so hopefully um, once I get all these, the ones that I've been working on kind of squared away, I'll have a bank of songs and we'll just kind of set them up for every four Sweet. or six weeks. Cause I, I like that. It keeps the, the listener interested. It's not shoving music down their throat. <laughs> um, especially, I mean, and I, people have always asked me like, Oh, when's your album coming out? I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> like I feel like if I release, I'm, 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 a very small artist right now. And if I release an album, I'm not sure everybody would spend 25 minutes and listen to the whole thing. So I'd rather just kind of keep it small until I, you know, build a really strong foundation mm-hmm. where people would be devoted enough to spend 20 minutes listen, listening to me be emotional. So. <laughs> yeah. Pouring out your heart really. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you said uh, if you're privileged enough to tour, have you ever played out yet? I, this is funny. I had uh, a, <laughs> Is sophomore year, I started a band at my high school and we called ourselves Offshore. This was before I could sing too. Like I've, I just started singing two years ago. Um, I started taking lessons two years ago, um, but we needed, we had me, I played rhythm guitar mixed with lead. And then I had another guy, Adam, he played lead and I had my friend Brett on drums and my friend George on bass. And we were like doing it for fun. And it was cool. There was also another high school band <clears throat> that was fairly, fairly big in the Tampa area for a high school band doing the same thing. And I was like, oh, I want to be like them. That's going to be cool. Uh, 
but we needed a singer. We didn't have anybody who sang. <laughs> and I don't know what it was about me being like front and center. And I'll be like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's what I want to be. So I opted in to be a singer and I sucked so bad for the first, for the first bit before like any singing lessons. I was, I was like a dying cat. We have, we have audio, like those voice memos of my <laughs> uncle, my uncle, he records them and then he would like play them back to me. He's like, yeah, buddy, you're making good progress. Aren't you? I'm like, shut up. I am. <laughs> um, That's humbling. Yeah, it was, it was very humbling, but yeah, we ended up uh, that band, the other band at my high school asked us to open a show for them at this like hole in the wall bar um, that had a stage and stuff. And I was like, this is my moment. I'm going to, this is my breakout show. It's going to be great. I'm going to be super famous after this now. Um, but yeah, we opened this show for them. Uh, first time I've ever really got on stage and sang like alone, like not having any choir because mm-hmm. I was in like choir and stuff. But <clears throat> ever since I, I can, I still remember it so vividly. I got on that stage and it was like the coolest feeling I've ever felt. Um, I used to play sports football was like my thing and that's all I wanted to do. And it was like the same feeling as like scoring a touchdown. Like it felt so good just to be there. And I knew that's where I wanted to be from that moment on. Um, and yeah, there was like a hundred people there. It was a cool little show at this little bar. Um, my parents showed up when I told them specifically not to, they told me, <laughs> they, they literally told me, Oh, we won't show up. Don't worry about it. They showed up front and right? center. They showed up. But I did end up dedicating a song to my mom, which is kind of kind of sweet. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. So I performed once. Okay. But, uh, other than other than that, heck no. You're in for a treat. Yeah, get That's ready all for I have it. To say. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm excited. I just like being able to connect to people on that like personal le- of a level is so cool. So hopefully one day. <laughs> I mean, definitely soon. It- I don't even know what to say other than like the rest of your life. You'll have so many opportunities to play shows. Like you will never be in a drought again. Let, well, let's hope there's yeah, not know. another oh, freaking pandemic. Yeah. pandemic. Yeah, knock on wood. Like, holy crap. Oh, no. <laughs> knock on soundproof for blanket. <laughs> um, well, we wrap up all of our interviews with this question is just like, what are your personal goals for the next year? The next year. Ooh, oh man. Okay. Hmm. Um, for the next year, I would like to have a total of 12 songs out at the minimum. I think that's pretty fair. That's like um, one. Yeah. If not more, I'm saying at the minimum. <laughs> also, I think I would really like to play a couple shows this year. I don't know. I, that, that doesn't necessarily mean I have to tour. I think touring like next summer would be dope. Like once I have all those songs ready, I think a tour next summer would be an awesome goal for me to set. And I think it's very achievable, maybe hundred um, <laughs> percent, but yeah, definitely playing a couple shows and, and meeting more artists and working with as many artists as possible. Cause I love working um, with new artists to get their takes and stuff. So I feel like that's, those are some goals. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll those check are in. good goals. <laughs> yeah. We'll check it in a year and I am pretty confident all of that will be checked off. Yeah. Yeah. Please do that. Like, have me on a year from now and i would love to see the progress like the Billie Billie Eilish yes, interviews. i was literally gonna say that imagine but we do it with you ask the same questions but a year from now i know when you get like super famous you have to give us you have to like give, give us, us some time credit, and day. Right? 
That would be so <laughs> sick. I would love to do that. Like to see the progress would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be in touch in about uh, 365 we'll... days. Yeah, yeah. Just send out a date for a year in advance. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll May 25th. It will be in everyone's calendar. Yep. 2022. 525. All right. Well, Aiden, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, again, we're so excited to see the trajectory of your career once life gets back to normal, like kind of soon. So we're really excited. Awesome. Thank you so much. This is great. I loved it. Coolest interview so far. So <laughs> I honestly had so much fun with that interview and I can't believe he is only 18. He has so much to look forward to yeah even, like he's graduating high school on thursday i know man that that's why and then not only that like he just released his first major label <laughs> release and this episode i'm pretty sure comes out on his graduation day <laughs> do we need to get him like a sign or something he, the backdrop should have said a happy graduation dude Aiden. we should have threw him like a little party maybe on like episode release day we can have a, a little yeah. graduation party for him and by that i mean i'll probably just get drunk at his honor yeah. That's awkward because he's graduating high school. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. his latest track, Communication, is streaming atop the Music You're Missing playlist now. His shining face is on the cover of the Music You're Missing playlist. And where can you find him on social media, Devin? You can find him on Instagram at Aiden.Bissett. And while you're there, you should maybe check us out where? At Music You're Missing. <laughs> Except on, not on TikTok because Devin... <laughs> It wasn't my fault. Like they literally music you're missing was already taken. I don't know who someone took tried it. someone straight up. Tr so first of all, I've been having a lot of beef on TikTok. I've been getting I mean, cyberbullied a little bit more than I would like to admit. Um, but beyond that, someone stole music you're missing on TikTok and then just doesn't post anything on it. So it's really frustrating. So on TikTok, it's at music you're missing podcast. Hey, big night. Can you do something about this? Yeah, right. Like, get the, get the lawyers get the out. <laughs> uh, but for real, um, this is our first episode and we're very excited to see what's to come in our little new studio and with our homie Peter and with the big night gang. Uh, so stay tuned for some merch, some concerts and some good vibes. You guys are in for a treat. That's all I have to say. Peace out. Thank you. A-Town. Oh <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>